I would have just found some quiet place in the mountains, you know? I always liked going there. Squamish, Banff, Terrace. Some place where they weren't going to find me. But maybe that's just wishful thinking. Time Signal Productions presents The Drowning Isle, Duggan Hill's second season, a radio drama by Andy Garland. Chapter 8, Nanaimo. They caught me, busting into cabins, stealing food, just trying to get by. And they said they could help me, so I said, okay. Came back home, tried to get back into living like a normal person again, got my cats back, got a job. And then I met you. And then you met me. Oh, fuck. Hey. You okay? Boats, man. Never liked them. I think this might be a combination of the waves and, well, everything else. I can go get you something for the... No, it's okay. Just gonna ride it out. Yeah. Eddie alright? He's eating again. Which is something. Erica's down with him in the cafeteria. Good, that's... that's good. Yeah. Would you have ever told me if none of this had happened in the last few days, if we were still just... just living normal lives? I... I wouldn't have told you. I think the lie was better. Yeah. Maybe. So, there was the thing you killed out in Saskatchewan, and then there's this guy... Henry. And his fucking weird gang of... God, I don't even know. That look human. They didn't sound human. No, Marie. And now you're going to try and find a third one. Intentionally. It's either that or we keep running forever. And I don't think I have that in me. So what are you going to do when you find it? This place he was telling you about. Francisco said I had to cut a deal. A deal? Like those people did back in Duggan Hill? I promise, whatever happens, I am going to keep you safe, okay? Let's go check on Eddie. Crystal, 
Can I have some of your fries? Yeah, go right ahead. Thanks. So, your name... It's Erica. Erica. Yeah. So you work with these... The folks who had us, right? I do. Do you... Do you kill people? You're asking if I kill people. I mean, are they going to kill us? Because of the stuff that we saw? North Shore prefers not to. Honestly. We'd much rather we came to an understanding. Relocation is... more humane. I don't know if you really answered my question. The only thing I've ever fired a gun at are paper targets at the range. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, am I gonna see my fam again? My parents? My brother? That's not my call to make. But do you think maybe I could just, like... Could I call them, or...? Eddie, that's... That decision's a ways down the road, and it's really not mine to make. Right now, we just need to stick together. Keep moving. Yeah, okay. But I understand what you're going through. I do. When I found out, you know, for the first time, I just wanted to hop a plane straight back to Montreal, cab it home from the airport, hug my husband and my daughter, and just never let go. It only feels safe. Feels like it makes sense when nothing else does. That's your anchor. Do they know? About what you do? I think I'd like to spare them that as long as possible. (sighs) Fuck, I want a drink. You and me both, kid. Hey, are you feeling alright? Yeah, I'm I'm okay. I'd like to examine him again when we get some privacy. Excuse (sighs) me? What? Nothing invasive. Not like that. I just... You nearly died. One of those things had you and you were... Yeah, I know. I was there. There could be lingering damage. Side effects. Everyone we've studied who's had a run-in with Henry and his people have all been, well... Corpses. Is there any reason we should be worried? I just want to be sure. Ed, are you okay with this? I'm... I mean, I guess. Thank you. We're going someplace safe, right? We don't know. But it's a lead, and it's better than anything else we've got right now. The address Francisco gave me is for a house just a little outside of Nanaimo. I think it might be a farm. If whoever owns it is friendly, maybe we can stay the night. And if she's not? Hotel. Just outside of Abbotsford. You shouldn't move. How... how many? It was a massacre. We barely got out. Don't get up. I need to... I need to call in. Stay there. Other branches need to know. They already do. I called while you were still out. That's... that. that's good. Did they say... For now, we're on our own. They're handling this very, very delicately. On our own. They're worried about Henry and his... 
his entourage. How they can track people down by scent, seemingly across large distances. So instead of a safe house, we're staying in an unsecured, shitty motel? Why are we- Because I don't want to endanger any more of our people unnecessarily. And there's a lot you need to answer for, right now. Claire, if you can just- You know what they told me when I called it in? When I told them we were following your orders when we captured a live specimen? The other facilities said they didn't have any idea what I was talking about. None of the higher-ups authorized you to do this. To take him. I was well within my jurisdiction to- What? Flaunt decades of protocol? To try and advance our understanding of the threat to our people. They weren't threatening us until we got too close. People died. Morrison died. I fucking know that. We had to act, and given the circumstances, I made the best decision I could. Save your breath. Claire, listen, I didn't- Just stop. As far as North Shore is concerned, you're finished. This, what you did, crossed too many lines to come back from. They said that? They did. Yeah. Well, they can fucking tar and feather me after we're out of this mess. Until then- Sit. Down. If they want to take my operation from me, put some goddamn flunky in my place, they can come say it to my face. They already did. Bullshit. Article 7B. It's already gone out. How would you know that? Because they told me when I called them, Arthur. You're relieved of your duties effective immediately. I... Look, Claire, I can fix this. I don't think you can. It's... There's still time. They can't replace me if new management isn't here to take over... I'm here, Arthur. I'm here. You're serious? You? Temporarily. I'm not their first choice, but most of the better candidates were at our facility when Henry's people showed up, so... So... That's it, then. I'm sorry. Arthur, you need to tell me everything. Why did you do this? Is that an order? It can be if it has to. But we're not going anywhere until I've got a better idea as to what we're dealing with. Is there anything good in that mini-fridge? Shitty vodka. That'll work. Is this it? Sign says, Tesla Farm and Nanaimo Historical Society. So... I think so. Is she expecting us? I doubt it. Just... Let me do the talking. Car's in the driveway. Someone's probably home. I'm gonna go ahead. Make sure she's here. If you hear me shout for help, if anything happens... Right behind you. Yeah, totally. If anything happens, I want you to get the hell out. Take the van and go. Okay. Be safe. Buddy? Your mom home? Who is it? I'm looking for Beverly Tesler. What for? I was told she might be able to help me. Oh, I'm, I'm not accepting students. Students? Piano. I've got too many already. No, that's... That's not what I'm here for. I need help finding an island. You need what? Oh, okay. Back away. Slowly. Please, just... just... Put that down. You people. I've told you a hundred times I'm not going back. 
You turn around, and if I see you again, I'm putting you in the damn ground. Zoe! Erica, stand the fuck down. Tell your friend to put the gun down. Bev, please, I just want to talk. Put the rifle down. How many more you are there? Three. There's three others, and we're all going to die if you don't help us. Someone is following us. I don't know how much time we have, but we are not going to last. Please. Someone's following you? Who? He said his name is Henry. I'm not going to ask again, ma'am. You'd better come inside. You know how long I've been with North Shore? Longer than me. Decades. It's changed a lot. We used to be much more proactive. My wife and I, we joined together. I was getting out of the army and she was finishing her degree in biology and... Well, you know how it goes. Phone call, an interview you weren't expecting, and then before you know it, your world just... And that's it. You're in it, and nothing you look at's the same anymore. Yeah, I remember. We moved around a bit for a few years until we get assigned to the Pacific branch. She's in analysis and I'm in logistics. Pays good, works quiet, nobody's making waves. And then we both get assigned to the Coyote. The Coyote? Management back then wanted to expand our operations out onto the water, so they pull some strings and get us patrol craft commissioned from the Victoria shipyards. The PCT Coyote launched in 2005, and we were both going to be on it. Until I wasn't. Why not? Hit by a drunk asshole in a truck crossing the street downtown. You think I limp like this for kicks? Sorry. My wife, Lizzie, she comes to see me in the hospital, says she'll be back in a few weeks. Management didn't want to delay the launch, so they found someone to replace me. The last time I see her is when she's walking out of that hospital room. What happened? I don't know. No one does. They were only supposed to be out for four weeks, doing a sweep of the islands and keeping an eye out for anything unusual. And they never came back. The last transmission from them came just after they had left Port Hardy. They'd topped up their supplies, were headed north to Haida Gwaii. They radioed and said they'd found someone adrift and were moving to bring them on board. And that's it. No wreckage, no survivors, nothing. Just vanished off the face of the goddamn earth. Been almost 15 years. Did management ever try to find them? They did sweeps, scoured the shoreline. Not a scrap. The coyote, everyone on it. They may as well not have even existed. So when this thing, this Henry, came out of the water into our lives just last week, yeah, I thought we might have something. Maybe this was our shot. Arthur. Not to get even, because let's face it, there's never going to be getting even here. But he said, you people used to be so reasonable. He said that like he already knew who we were. You think they're responsible for the missing team. Best lead I've had. So I took it. Yeah. Was it worth it?
You can't stay here. I... I didn't ask to. He'll be following you, probably not far behind. I just need some information. That's, uh... That's a lot of rifles. My husband was a hunter. Most of these are his. The rest, I added afterwards. How'd you find me? Niev said you might be... Niev. Fucking Niev. You know her. Yes, I know her. And she's a fucking loon. You have any means of defending yourselves? Uh... You better take these for whatever good they'll do you. For fuck's sakes. I don't think we were followed. You never see him coming. Him or the rest. There was a man a few days back asking about Henry on Gabriola. Should have known. I should have known this was going to be the start of something. Niev said you'd tried to find the Drowning Isle. Well, at least she got that part right. What happened? Load these rifles. I've never really... I can show you. Come here. Bev, please. How much do you know about the Aquarian Foundation? It's... It was a cult back in the 20s. Headed by some guy called... Brother Twelve. Edward Arthur Wilson. Built himself quite the following out here, kept claiming that supernatural entities were trying to communicate with him. They even had a compound in Nanaimo, not far from where we are. Sounds like you know a lot about this guy. Used to be my job. I was writing a book on the subject, or to be precise, everything that happened after this foundation supposedly dissolved. Supposedly? The cult imploded in a way that wasn't so terribly unique. Lawsuits, missing money, Brother Twelve couldn't keep all the believers in line. Just another madman grasping at straws, trying to keep all the plates spinning in the air. In the end, he fled to Europe and reportedly died, but there were sightings of him in San Francisco as late as 1936, two years after the fact. Those that had left the cult tried to get back to their normal lives and put it all past them. That's where most of the books on the subject stopped. But then, a little after Brother Twelve's death, about 50 of his former followers up and disappeared. What? Like, they just got raptured or something? Poof? Gone? Well, not exactly. They all came here first, to Nanaimo in the spring of 1937. Lumberjacks, academics, civil servants, members of high society. Everyone just walking away from their lives in almost perfect unison. To come here. Logically, there was only one person who could get them all together like that, out of the blue. Finding the final resting place of a man like Brother Twelve? That would have made one hell of an ending for my book. I started doing the research and pieced together the paths they took to get to Nanaimo and where they went from there. I was calling in favors from other museums, collectors, and through that I managed to track down a letter one of the followers received just before they vanished. Please be careful. Dearest Brother Nathaniel, the way has finally been made clear to me, and I wish for you, my faithful companion, to be by my side on this journey. Will you walk with me to the place of communion? Will you join me on the drowning isle? And then it's just the Roman numeral 12. And they all showed up in the spring of 1937 in this very town. They bought supplies for a long journey, and then they all departed together, heading northwest into the wilderness. And you've tried to find where they went? Tried. We tried. There is no drowning isle. Nothing on record, anyhow. It's possible Brother Twelve was just making things up, but... 
I know there's something out there, something that does not want to be found. How do you know? I was traveling up the island trying to retrace their steps. Fifty people just can't up and vanish overnight, not without leaving traces. They marked their camps on compounds with a, a, a symbol, a sigil of the Aquarian Foundation. And I found them. Remnants of an old camp in Sitaka Park, another by the Nimbish River, old records of sightings of them by the Waywakum First Nations back in the summer of 37. The pattern put them heading west, towards the far end of the island, and, and then... What happened? I was... On the shoreline near Holberg with my dogs, my husband Harlan was with me. He was an avid bird watcher. He couldn't keep the binoculars from his face. I had just found another sign carved in an old pine tree. A human head with an X and two slashes. It was getting dark. We were starting to make camp, and my dog Birdie, she starts barking. She's barking up a storm right at the surf, and then I see this man walking out of the water. Henry. Stared right at me, didn't blink. He said to me, You play piano beautifully. So do your students. Fuck's sakes. I. I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. And he walked closer, right in front of me, and he said, But even still, you are not worthy to gaze upon its countenance. And the stench. The stench of rotting fish was overwhelming. Behind him in the water, dozens more mouths open, making this... this ungodly sound. He, he brushed my cheek with his hand, and almost immediately I felt something inside of me, like a bubble forming in my belly. I tried to speak, but only water came out. Harlan shouted and charged at him, and then... When I came to retching in the dirt, Harlan was beside me. He wasn't moving, but his belly... His belly was so swollen with seawater, it was... I buried him there. Didn't know what else to do. I haven't been out that way since. I have... I need to find this place. It's impossible. You tried, and and clearly you were close. If you're so hell-bent on throwing your lives away, you can go right ahead. Everything I ever had on the Drowning Isle is in there. Take what you want. I don't care anymore. But you need to look at each of your friends and realize that if you're bringing them along with you, you are killing them. You're responsible. We don't have a choice. Whatever you say. But they deserve to know. Know what? This is a photograph of the opening of the Bastion Street Bridge here in Nanaimo in 1937. It was opened by the mayor on the 30th of April. This is a shot of the crowds in attendance. Look at the faces. In that crowd, there's at least five members of the Aquarian Foundation. The second from the right is him. That's the man who murdered my husband. That's Henry. He looks exactly the same. Oh my god. Now you know. The most terrifying thing in the world is when the madman is actually right. I want you gone in five minutes. 
You've been listening to The Drowning Isle, the second season of Duggan Hill, written by Andy Garland and produced by Time Signal Productions. Our theme song was written by Johnny99, and our logo was designed by Carol Rose. For more information, you can find us online at DugganHill.com or on Twitter at Duggan Hill Radio. From everyone at Time Signal, I'm Jared Visco saying thanks for listening and carry on bravely. <laughs>